I would fall apart, you guys. I would, I would question why bad things were happening to me. I would question why I was chosen to, like, why me to miss my flight? I did everything right. Why me to get hit by this this moped after building up the courage to finally do it? Like, why was this happening? And my perspective on things has completely, completely changed. Welcome to Low on the Go, a podcast about all things on the go. This podcast will start off mostly in the travel space, but I'm definitely not trying to niche down too hard too fast. My goal is basically to encourage a life full of energy, exploration, and adventure. And honestly, I want people to feel a little less alone in the world. However, all of this may look in podcast form. I'll be talking about travel, on-the-go recipes, and taking care of your brain. So yeah, that means some mental health shit. And probably more. A little about me, I'm a 20-whatever-year-old who has traveled to just over 20 countries and has lived in four cities. I've learned a ton about the best way to pack for airplanes, how to travel cheaply but still be bougie as fuck, and I've met a lot of people along the way who know a lot more than I do, and thank God they've offered to be on this podcast. I hope you listen and leave feeling inspired and equipped to take risks, chase your dreams, and stay on the go. Until next time, XO what up what up it's lauren i am back with another solo episode and i cannot wait to record because let me tell you what has happened between now and the last time i recorded is a lot and like won't even lie i definitely wanted i had such good intentions to like record an episode from every city i went to or every country and It just hasn't happened, but I think it will one day. But um, I'm sitting here in a room in India, in Goa, which is in the south of India. And it's really warm and breezy and there's some traffic happening outside. And I don't know if you guys can hear that, but like a a rooster just crowed or whatever. (laughs) And um, I figured it would be like an ambient time to record this episode. So today I'm going to talk about um, all of the things that went wrong to get me to India because I wasn't planning on going to India. So before I kind of get started, I think I'm going to talk about what my like original plan was and what I'm doing now instead. Original plan. There was never a plan really, but original plan was to go to Europe, figure it out, And then by the end of October, I was going to fly to Mexico City for a festival called Dia de los Muertos. I've always wanted to go. I was going to meet up with a friend. And then I was going to go around and backpack South America. After traveling throughout Europe for a little while, like just to be completely transparent because that's how the fuck we do things here, um, I was really tired. It was really really hard for me to travel in the beginning. I met so many people that loved changing places every three days and I felt crazy because I didn't like it. I was super tired. I was really depressed about leaving New York and it just it just wasn't it for me. So it was a lot of like detoxing negative emotion, a lot of reflecting, a lot of like feeling very much not okay, even though it probably looked like my life was fine. Basically though, after a while, after a while of just being tired, I decided to go to Croatia and I was going to go to Croatia and volunteer because I was a little bit nervous about money 
Uh, I wanted to get some experience with volunteering, working at a hostel, and I ended up instead of, I was going to stay there for three weeks through this company called World Packers. I volunteered at this hostel called Luca's Lodge. Shout out to Luca's Lodge. Shout out to Luca. Shout out to Corinna. Shout out to Rada. I fucking love you all. Um, and everybody that I met in Havar, it was the time of my life. Even though I was there during off season, which I'll record another episode about, going somewhere during off season is like the shit. Anyways, I was going to be there for three weeks and then Luca invited me to stay uh, for the olive harvesting season. And I had booked a flight a few weeks prior from Manchester to Mexico City. And something kind of came up where my friend Sam, who's from India, asked if I wanted to come to India. And coming to India was something that I always wanted to do ever since I was a young girl. I didn't really know why. I feel like certain places you're just drawn to. Um, and for me, it was India, always. I didn't really think much of it because I had my South America plan, but it always kind of lingered in the back of my mind. Sam's best friend was getting married, so attending an Indian wedding is like an experience of a lifetime. Um, it's, it's one of the most incredible three things I've, I've done and I've attended in my life, and I feel so honored and blessed that I was able to. Basically, I was coming to my like two-week mark in Croatia, and I hadn't purchased a flight from Croatia to Manchester to catch the flight. And I, I had um, travel insurance, so I was like, okay, if I need to cancel this flight, I can, like whatever. So I'm going to go look up the cancellation requirements if I, if I can even cancel my flight to Mexico, which is happening in like literally a week. The German agency that I booked through, and I, I don't speak any German, so if I received an email in German back, I would not understand. And I find this email that I never read that was one line in German, no branding, nothing, nothing indicating that it was from an airline or the agency or anything like that. It basically says, so sorry, we were not able to complete your booking because of an issue with your credit card. So my entire flight to Mexico was never booked. For people that know me, this is not a coincidence. Uh, I don't believe in coincidences. I think that this very much happened for a reason. And like my desire to go to India has been so strong for like 10, 15 years. And um, that this just wasn't coincidental. And at this point, flights were fucking expensive to get to cross over an ocean. Well, I was already considering like, it might be tough to do to backpack South America within like three months um, because Sam was considering moving to, to Europe as well as the weather is a lot nicer in the beginning of the year in India. So I was like, everything is pointing to me going to India um, because I didn't really want to solo travel India. I felt a lot more comfortable meeting up with somebody that I knew. Backing up even further though, let's begin at like the start of my trip. I missed my first flight to Lisbon. Who misses their first flight on like a journey? It was definitely a subconscious thing. Like I, I was for sure avoiding leaving. I didn't want to leave. Um, it, was, it was really tough. I, I wasn't as on my game when it comes to being prepared for my flight. I don't remember how much I talked about this, but basically there were two flights that went to Lisbon at the same time. I met this amazing group of girls in line at the um the lounge and we ended up like hanging out thinking we were on the same flight their flight got delayed i missed my flight it's like a whole thing it ended up costing me like 350 bucks but that two-day setback made me land in madrid during a handful of days that crossed over with my friend sam's and Sam was on, I think, episode 10 of this, um, of this podcast episode. I still get feedback about Sam that he's so fun and awesome and great, and he's amazing. He's really an incredible, like, fun, just, like, caring, thoughtful person. We love Sam. But if I wouldn't have missed my flight, Sam and I would have never overlapped. And I wouldn't be in India. So that's one thing. That's the first thing of, like, okay, I missed my flight. That sucks. That cost me money. That cost me time. That made me question 
my sanity if I'm meant to go on this trip, like existential shit. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so, not to get ahead of the game, but it's so interesting how like these things can happen and you're like, fuck, why is this happening to me? But then one day in hindsight, like they say hindsight's 2020, but in situations like this, it's like, wow, I can literally trace back why all of this happened. So we'll get to some lessons learned at the end of this episode. But another thing that happened. Now I talked in an episode, I think like episode 11 about feeling like I'm cursed, (laughs) which is kind of dramatic, but hear me out. I am terrified of going on scooters and mopeds. And when I was in Mallorca with my friend Brandon, I was on, I was, in my opinion, I was placed in like kind of an extreme situation for me. Like as an American who hasn't really ever been on like a motorcycle, like was told never to get on a motorcycle, especially without a helmet, it's super dangerous, like raised pretty cautiously in that regard. And so for me to like get on a moped, like 150 cc moped with all of my backpacking gear like literally everything i own um and just a helmet is like terrifying and then i got hit by a car (laughs) and i'm like why is this happening to me it happened again in croatia with my friend matt i was on a scooter just like a little lime scooter with him and this car like backed into us and i was like what the fuck is this preparing me for why is this happening to me i don't understand and now now that i'm in india and the roads are crazy here. The roads in Delhi, specifically the traffic, the, um, the, the amount of like just factors that can go into the road. It can, it can be a speed bump, it can be a cow, it can be a pack of dogs, it can be a person, it could be a tuk-tuk. Like there, it's, it's really fun, but it's very chaotic. And if I'm being totally honest with myself, like if I didn't go through what I did in Mallorca where I was driving on mountains and like getting hit hit by a, a car full of grandmas, like I don't know if emotionally I would have been able to handle, not even handle, I wouldn't have been able to handle and enjoy being on a scooter in India. And like the last few days especially, that's the only way that I've been traveling. And I have been having the time of my fucking life. But I think that we're required or at least I have been in my life, I think we're required to take these smaller steps of hardship in order to get to a place where we feel safe enough doing a bigger hard thing and not even just feeling safe, but enjoying it. And that looks different for everybody. For me, a huge fear of, of riding on a, on a moped or a scooter or a longboard or whatever. And so I went through these kind of like insane, weird situations where it's like, this doesn't happen. I mean, it does, but like who gets rear-ended in Mallorca by a group of grandmas the first time that I'm on a moped. And now zipping through Goa on on the back of a scooter, like with my friend is so much fun. I am having the best time just being under palm trees and like going to the sea and being able to just whip around. And so that's kind of another thing that went wrong to prepare me for something that has felt so good. Another thing which happened very recently, so I'm still, it's not as processed as say the, the moped or the flight missed to, like, to Lisbon story, is I was not expecting to, to solo travel around India. I was forced to make some decisions that would lead me to basically figure out traveling India by myself. And um, Sam and I got, we got split up, we got separated. That was really hard and really scary for me at first because this again was, this is, this is probably the most extreme circumstance I've been in. Um, I've been solo traveling this entire time, but India is just a totally different game. Um, 
I, I don't speak Hindi. I, I stand out like a sore thumb and really lucky with meeting really amazing people along the way. And I think I partially attribute that to recognizing that I don't need to have it all figured out. I don't need to know exactly where I'm going and exactly where I'm staying and exactly what I'm doing because if I put that pressure on myself to know everything right now, there's no way that I can even listen to my intuition. Intuition is a one at a time game. You're just going and figuring it out and feeling each option as you go. So when Sam and I got separated, I had this instinctive feeling, we were in Jaipur, to go to, to come to Goa. Probably because it was one of the only places that I knew existed and I knew that it was touristy enough and it was warm and tropical and it felt fun. So I felt very at peace about coming to Goa even though it was by myself. Tears were shed, it was tough. Essentially, it, it, was, it was 9.30 in the morning or 10 in the morning and by one o'clock in the afternoon I was on a flight to Goa. It's interesting because like, <laughs> Years and years and years ago when I first started traveling internationally like six years ago I, I was 20 years old. It was the first time I went to Europe and Long story short. I was in Paris flying to Venice with my boyfriend at the time and I left my passport in my friend's apartment in Paris um, Shout out Elise. I love you. I ended up missing my flight but since my boyfriend at the time didn't forget his passport. He's a little more organized than me. I told him, I was like, dude, just go. Like, it doesn't make sense for you to also buy another flight to Venice. Like, I'll just buy another flight and I'll, I'll meet you there. And then he, of course, was like, no, I, like, I, I'm not gonna fucking leave you in the Charles de Gaulle airport. Like, I'll, I'll stay here with you and whatever. And I was insistent and he left. And then I was like, what the, what the fuck? He actually fucking left. I was terrified. Now I realize that that even years, six years ago, that was a tiny, tiny step in me being a little bit more okay with all of this happening in India. It's, it's just, it's so interesting how these little events weave themselves together and you find a reason for why you're okay in one situation that you wouldn't have been okay with years ago or months ago or weeks ago. Taking time to reflect on, oh my God, this was triggering to me, but five years ago, I would not have been able to handle this. And now I'm handling it because I have to but I wouldn't have even been, I wouldn't have even put myself in this position to be able to handle it if I wouldn't have taken that leap of faith years ago to stay in Paris by myself. And now I'm staying in India by myself. So in all of this, I just, the things that, that scare you, instead of being hard on yourself for them continuing to scare you and for it feeling hard, I encourage you to look like one step before that at a time when something else was difficult for you that led up to this moment and appreciate your growth. And I'm really fucking proud of myself for being okay with <laughs> traveling in India by myself. I get on this flight to Goa though, and I land, and everybody's telling me to stay in this one neighborhood. But for some reason, I felt like I should stay. I found this hostel and I felt really, really drawn to it. It's called House of Memories, it's in Candlelim. Shout out to like everybody I fucking met there. Some of the best people in the world feel so lucky to, to have stayed there and that this, this hostel exists but I went against everybody's judgment. And like, not that I'm somebody that's easily swayed, but if a bunch of people that are from, like like Sam lived in Goa, like he, he went to school here. If everybody's telling me to stay in one place and like, who, who am I to have the audacity to be like, nah, that doesn't sound right, like whatever. But that's what my gut was telling me. So I, I, I took like two hours 
in the airport to think about like what the fuck what am I doing like where do I get a cab to I ended up getting a cab to Candlem and ever since then it's been just really such an aligning experience here um I've I've met people that I that I didn't even know exist people that I'll meet up with later I'm just feeling so grateful for in that moment listening to my intuition and where I felt drawn to I even I met this woman in the airport who was 61 years old from Germany and she first traveled to Goa by herself at 19 when there was nothing you didn't have Google you couldn't even book a flight online I can't imagine traveling and not having the resources that I do now because it gives you such a sense of security to have like Google Maps or to be able to look up how do I buy this train ticket even like staying somewhere like right now I'm couch surfing and if I didn't have this app with all of these reviews of the person that I'm staying with then I would have never just walked around and been like hey can I stay at this random person's apartment hell no that's completely unsafe like the internet has just given us so much so we were walking to the, the taxi area though and she was giving me some advice about Goa and I was telling her, I was like, I, I gotta be honest with you. Like, I know I don't know you, but like, I don't know where to stay and I feel kind of conflicted. And she's like, she's like, you'll know, follow your intuition and you'll know and you'll figure it out. And then I did. So thank God for, for the woman in Germany. I guess the biggest lesson that I've learned in all of this, in all of these things going wrong, I would fall apart, you guys. I would. I would question why bad things were happening to me. I would question why I was chosen to, like why me to miss my flight? I did everything right. Why me to get hit by this, this moped after building up the courage to finally do it? Like why was this happening? And my perspective on things has completely, completely changed. Now if, if bad things, quote unquote bad things, happened to me it's been shown to me so clearly that that's just things reshuffling i think you won't be given something that you're not ready for but you might have to go through learning a lesson or going through something that feels difficult in order to be ready for something that means a lot to you and for me coming to india meant a lot to me but I had to learn these smaller lessons that make me stronger in order to be here at this place that's kind of changed my life. For me now, things that, that go wrong are just the universe reshuffling, timing, like missing my flight felt really bad when it happened, but now I know that it was I, my timing was off, it was two days off, and if, if this wouldn't have happened to me, then my life would be completely, completely different right now. And that's something that I love so much about travel, is you come full circle so quickly that it's impossible to not, rec it's impossible to not recognize these things and learn these lessons and see the direct impact that things going wrong do to make your life go right. So just trust, trust in the process, Trust in yourself, take things one step at a time, one decision at a time, really feel, really feel how you feel about something and that feeling will feel like peace and knowing even though it's, even though it's hard. So I will be taking a little bit of a break from podcasting uh, just because I'm, I'm going on this retreat called Vipassana uh, starting on Wednesday. So that's in just two days. I hope to go live with this episode before 
Vipassana and then record an episode after on how I feel. It's, it's 10 days where you meditate for like nine hours a day. You wake up at 4.30 in the morning every day and you just confront the shit out of yourself. And I have, a, I'm learning I have a very avoidant personality. I'm, I, I'm not very good at expressing how I feel no phone obviously no laptop no access to the outside world you can't even write it's like a dopamine detox and i'm hoping to come back having some answers about my life and my purpose and my entire journey might change after that i have i always say i kind of have an idea of where i'm going next but that could completely change after after this and kind of uh clearing out the the cobwebs of the the I guess not to sound dramatic, but like the innermost part of my mind and my heart. So definitely will report back and talk about how Vipassana goes. Everyone I've talked to says that it's a really, really amazing experience. Even people that I, I'm staying with in India, like I was staying in a hostel and then I, I kind of took a leap of faith with couch surfing and also posting on Facebook on Hostess Sister, which is like an all-female travelers group where you can post if you need a host or if you can host yourself, where you're going, what dates. It's the most incre- it's like one of the most incredible communities I've ever seen. I was just love was just poured to me when I posted that I was coming to Mumbai and that I was really nervous about coming by myself because Mumbai is chaotic as dude it's like double the the population of New York City it's super dense like a lot of people or the the couple of people that I'm staying with so I'm staying um I'm staying with a guy named Sunil right now and he reached out to me because I said that I was going on Vipassana the woman that I'm staying with in in Bombay also reached out to me because I said I was doing Vipassana so it seems like a, a very life-changing experience. A lot of people actually, it's, it can be tough. A lot of people drop out after like three or four days. So I will not do that. I will persevere and I will let you all know how it is. But that is kind of what's up right now. I hope to record more episodes soon because I feel like there's, there's so much to talk about and so many places to talk about where I've been and stuff. I don't know what people are like curious to hear about or if you like interviews more, or if you like me kind of just talking about stuff like this more often. So tell me, because I want to, I want this to be a conversation. I always feel weird with mass communications because I'm like, who the fuck am I talking to? I want it to feel like a conversation and I can only do that if I like get ping ponged back. So please give me feedback um, and I, I, will, I will talk about whatever. But yeah, I love you guys really, really, really a lot. <laughs>